0: Are you ready for this?
1: It's Hump Day Happy Hour. Hump day, happy hour.
0: With, Becky
1: and John. With Becky and John. Sex talk at the dinner table. Yeah. Welcome to Hump Day Happy Hour. I'm Becky. And I'm John. We are Team BJ. Welcome.
0: Thank you for tuning in. This is the podcast where we talk about everybody's favorite things, sex and food.
1: That's right. Our goal is to open the dialogue and we just want everyone to hump it up on Hump Day.
0: And this Hump Day is a very special Hump Day because Valentine's Day is right around the corner.
1: The day is right around the corner.
0: It is. And in celebration of Valentine's Day, we are talking about pubic hair.
1: Ooh, we're going in the bush.
0: Now, I think that brings up a question, why do we even have pubic hair?
1: I've always wondered this since I was like 13, why do we have pubic hair? What is the meaning of its existence?
0: Uh, Here's the thing, nobody really knows. Oh, it's a mystery. (laughs) It is. Um, Scientists have some ideas though. Okay. They think it might be uh, to serve as a genital barrier against like dirt, STDs, other nasty stuff. So it's like a
1: filter for the bad stuff.
0: Yes. It um, also, interestingly, okay. might be there in order to help soak up like the musty scents that um, emanate from the genitals and help attract mates.
1: Oh, back when we were Neanderthals, I guess. That's what we did. Yeah.
0: And yeah, it's it, you know it's why I sometimes like to sniff your genitals. Too. Oh, okay.
1: That explains it. That explains it.
0: Um, so I think we're going to jump right into sharing as caring. I think this is this a good episode. time to jump right into sharing this is, is, caring. is a Pubic hair is a topic that is near and dear to our hearts. Um, especially because yesterday I actually went and got a Brazilian wax.
1: A Brazilian wax. Now, what is a Brazilian? That's where it's like they take it all the hair off, right, from the, the butthole, the pubic area, all it's gone.
0: Yes, as you saw, as you've experienced, it is yes on me, as, as yeah, you've yeah. seen on me, yeah, it yeah. is everything. <clears throat> um, and I, so as I was getting this wax done yesterday, uh-huh. I spoke with my waxer. Okay, so
1: you, you did a little Q and A yep, with your did waxer. Did a
0: little research about um what things that she's seen and experienced oh what has she seen so she says that the brazilian wax is the most common wax that she performs okay, so well she's... brazilian and and eyebrows so okay Brazilian, but brazilian <laughs>
1: we're talking about people here so i was like the brazilian yeah
0: but yeah of all the waxes that she does that's the most common um, most people, or ha- about half the people who get Brazilians, she'd say, go totally bare, like right. I did yesterday, taking it all off, everything. And about half will leave like a little bit of hair on top, like a landing strip, as it's called, or a triangle. Oh yeah,
1: yeah, I'm familiar. It's, just yeah. just, a, just a little something to be there, you know. Yes,
0: a little tea. something to identify. She also told me that about twenty percent of all of her clients who get Brazilian waxes are men.
1: Ooh. And yes,
0: yeah, so you know, if you ever if ever considering that,
1: I'm not gonna lie, I would puss out. In that kind of situation, I would totally just say fuck it and leave because Brazilians intimidate me. I'm a very hairy guy.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, my waxer did say that men. She's seen, noticed that men are way bigger babies about getting them yeah. than women yeah.
1: are. Yeah. There's one right here, <laughs> sitting across from you.
0: You know, I have to say, like, I kind of want you to get one now, and I just kind of want to watch.
1: I don't. I don't think that would, <laughs> that does not sound fun to me, or like something I'd want to do.
0: As my Valentine's Day present. I think cons- we can think about the Valentine's can Day presents. Uh, the Brazilian, the male Brazilian wax. This is not helping my cause, but the male Brazilian wax m- also takes almost double the time that the female wax oh, does. how long does it take? She said she books the appointment for an hour when it's a man Shit. coming in.
1: All right, that's yeah. like an episode of Breaking Bad right there. You're, yeah, you're there on the table. Or you know, Game of Thrones. Without commercials. <laughs> you could
0: maybe watch an episode of Breaking Bad on your oh. on like an iPad. <laughs> and let's see. She also told me okay getting waxing a man is very different she said waxing the balls is tough because you've got to kind of yeah. get them taut spread out like bat yeah. wings yeah
1: yeah and there's a lot of crunched up skin in there they dangle
0: yeah the hair there's like hair sporadically in there mm-hmm. yeah um she says she always makes the man participate in their wax okay. because it's really like a three-hand job
1: oh that sounds like something <laughs> i want right there like a three hand job. yes yeah.
0: a three-hand job <laughs> could be yours and uh, yes, yeah, so she doesn't want the man to get inadvertently aroused either. So she doesn't do any so touching needs, of he the He needs balls to hold his business, hold his penis, yeah. hold his balls, take care of all that. Yeah, and she does the hair removal. Okay. Um, and in fact, the oldest client ever to get a Brazilian wax from her was a 73 year old man. He had always apparently wanted to get one done. And so he just went for it. He did. He I'll did. tell
1: you this when I'm 73 years old, yep. I'll get my fucking shit waxed. All, all right. right. I'm holding you to hold it. Holding to it. Brazilian, I'm 73.
0: <laughs> Uh well okay so you're not you don't get Brazilian wax no I don't get Brazilian wax made it very clear so what is your personal well I used to be
1: one of the all natural people you know I didn't like to touch my bush just let it grow but then I realized it's kind of rude to let it get out of hand if you're dating so I became I'm not I don't take it all off but I just maintenance I'm a trimmer
0: yeah that's considerate you know
1: like I have a bush in the yard but I keep that thing maintained okay the the neighbors appreciate it. (laughs) yeah it's not getting in the way of windows or anything (laughs) like that.
0: Uh, it's true, you know, when you get a pubic hair in your mouth during oral sex, it's like it's kind well, of a weird feeling, yeah, and it, you can't kind of get rid of it in like a classy way.
1: No, it's or rude. Yeah, you got to pause. Yeah, it looks like you got to spit a little bit. Yeah, you know I mean? yeah. I, I've seen, I, again, I've let it go a couple times too, so. I,
0: okay, well, let's let's talk about some pubic hair trends yeah, that we that
1: we've researched. I, I've wondered about some of these trends. Yeah. So,
0: well, here's what I found in okay. my um, research on the internet. Is that most women out there tend to do at least some pubic hair maintenance or removal of some kind? Not everyone gets Brazilians, but most women get do something. Do some sort of stuff. And only, uh, in fact, only eight percent of women have never done any weed whacking down there. Just
1: all natural, let it go. Ninety-two percent do. It's like not cutting your hair your whole life.
0: Yes, exactly. Most most people get their hair cut. The totally getting the totally bare look, you know, Uh everything done Brazilian style is associated with younger women so mm-hmm. older women tend to just do partial hair removal or none at all okay um, shaving is the most common technique, followed yeah. by trimming with okay. like some little scissors, uh, hair removal cream like uh, Nair, I guess. Uh, I'm sure the there's. I'm sure dangerous. there's.
1: I think there's organic ones and stuff like that. <laughs> hair is, hair, Nair is pretty dangerous.
0: Yes, and waxing. Okay. Yeah. There is also a new trend that has emerged in the last oh. year or so, known as the full bush Brazilian. Full Which, bush Brazilian. Yeah. Sounds
1: like a wrestler.
0: <laughs> and that is a, uh, you'd like the leave a full bush on top, but then get the labia waxed and the, uh, like the butthole, butt crack. Okay. So it's, yeah, you're,
1: doing the butt, you're doing the butthole and then basically leaving the labia open for like oral sex and stuff like that. So yeah. Because I mean, I'm not going to lie, sometimes the hair does get in the way. Right. But it, that way it's just open for business. You can just find the clitoris and go.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. and the, And the butthole as well. So the nat- natural look with that clean feeling is p- pretty much what that is. Um, so basically, there's just a whole spectrum of looks and preferences. Yeah, with designs. Pubic hair. Yeah, it's like hairstyles. Um, yeah, most people do something, but what that is, that kind of
1: the could, whole range. Could be anywhere. Yeah. I thought about this. You have you noticed know, there's a trend with the pubic hair just disappeared one day. Like it's like it died, and I thought we well, got together. Right? Yeah, why did it die? And I think the first thing that it really started to, like, go and die with was back in 1946, they designed something called a bikini.
0: Oh, yeah. I have worn one of
1: those. Uh, I, I think I think that's probably where the maintenance started. Yeah. And then porn, you know, because – and the reason that they shaved off the pubic hair, both male and female, and porn was so they could get good angles of the genital penetration, you know, your least favorite angle when you watch porn – that's what caused the pubic hair to go.
0: That's true. That is my least favorite angle, the mm-hmm. close-up. Yeah. <clears throat> it's like mm-hmm.
1: gross, but we'll get into that. And then also, there's a little show. You might know it. Some people might know it out there. Mm-hmm. It's called Sex in the City.
0: I'm uh, Yes, I'm familiar in with the show. In the year
1: 2000, they apparently aired an episode on getting a wax. Yeah, getting Carrie everything did. off. Yeah. And after that, it just spiked in popularity.
0: Yeah. Well, Carrie Bradshaw, yeah. she was a trendsetter.
1: Do you remember like Jennifer Aniston when she got the haircut on Friends and everyone wanted one just like that? Exactly. shows tv has an influence that
0: was that was a very good pop culture reference I that you, made. <laughs> you i think that's appropriate um here's something i read that I was was interesting okay so women who um maintenance their pubic hair okay. in some way are uh it's a, are associated correlated with having a higher genital self-image
1: so high self-esteem <laughs> on your genitals
0: yeah i've never i've never heard that term before but apparently it is it is a thing so, okay um Yay, for genitals, let's just say that. Yeah,
1: yeah. if you maintenance it, you're gonna feel better about what you're, what you're doing with down there. Yeah, you're going to feel better with you, your business.
0: Yeah or people that have feel better about their genitals are more likely to care about their pubic hair or something.
1: All around full circle. <laughs>
0: love I, your genitals. Love that's, your genitals <laughs> that's the message. I think that's the message <laughs> to
1: go with here and I think that's what's gonna move us right into fun facts. Fun
0: facts.
1: All right. here we as we know, there has been a resurgence most recently of the female bush. Like, there are some mannequins that are starting to sport bush.
0: Yeah, the American Apparel mannequins in New York. right read about those. It made
1: me think, what mannequin is next? I'm thinking Barbie needs to be the next one to add a bush to it.
0: Well, when Barbie gets a bush, that's that's when pigs fly.
1: (laughs) I (laughs) sure hope so. There's also recently, there's been a resurgence in porn of the female bush. There are now over a handful of popular porn star women that now have bush. Oh, wow. Letting it grow out. So if you're watching porn and you see it, don't be surprised. It's a new movement.
0: Cool. Thanks for the heads up. Yeah,
1: I know. I'm going to tell you. And also, I don't know if you know this, but due to, the lack, due to the lack of pubic hair in general, there has been almost led to the extinction of the pubic lice. Oh, wow. That's
0: exciting. You remember
1: reading about that when we were younger? And then I haven't heard about it ever since then.
0: Yeah, you know, that's a, that's not a bad thing.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, we are not the only ones, though, in history to shave up our genitals. Mm-hmm. The ancient Egyptians shaved theirs, mm-hmm. and the ancient Greeks uh, shaved theirs, but they did it in a much weirder way. They would use tweezers to pluck mm-hmm. out their pubic hair. Oh,
0: that makes my vagina hurt. It makes Yeah, like it
1: that. makes my butthole hurt at the same time. Yeah. And yeah. they'd also use another method you might know. It. It's called uh, lighting it on fire and burning it.
0: Oh, wow. That's uh, efficient.
1: Yeah. You thought Nair burned. See what that flame does.
0: Uh, that smell would just be putrid, I think.
1: And this is something that you actually led me on to learn about, and that is most recently in Korea, they are having pubic hair transplants. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: Well, I wonder if I could, like, donate some of my yeah. pubic that I just had waxed off yesterday yeah, for somebody I, to get transplanted. I want
1: to give mine away to a woman. I'm just like, what are you looking for? Are you looking for curly, <laughs> stringy, what? Yeah, you, I don't you know. You fill out a checklist? I'll your hair you.
0: might not be very popular in Korea. It's, it's my dishwater of blonde. blonde hair.
1: <laughs> might not work in Korea. All right, well, I think that's going to move us into our next thing. What's cooking, good-looking? What's cooking?
0: Uh, This week, in honor of pubic hair, we incorporated some alfalfa sprouts into our dish. We actually made a sesame salmon, Uh uh, cooked in sort of like an Asian ginger garlic fish sauce, and Mm. we topped it with some very pubic hair evocative alfalfa sprouts. And
1: don't forget on the bottom we had a bowl of bean sprouts. Oh, that's right. We did. So don't forget about the bean (laughs) sprouts. (laughs) Yes,
0: a lot of sprout-tastic. Um, and good thing, because sprouts... <clears throat> sprouts
1: are awesome. We need a little spotlight on yeah, sprouts. Yeah,
0: spotlight on sprouts. We learned that they are high in B vitamins, uh-huh. and they also are an alkaline food, which help neutralize the acidity in your body.
1: And it's been proven that mm-hmm. acid in your body leads to cancer. So in a way, it's a cancer-fighting mm-hmm. food at the same time.
0: Go Go sprouts! Uh, let's go ahead and rate this meal. Yeah, let's go and rate How it. How delicious would you say that the sesame salmon with sprouts? Well, I love salmon. Mm-hmm. I'm
1: gonna give it an eight right now. It's basically like it was basically like having pho yes. with salmon in it in a very smaller portion. Yeah. I didn't have to drink the whole bowl.
0: No, I am going to give it a seven. I thought this dish was really good as well, and the only thing was that the sauce we made had it was kind of like salty, and so if I were to do it again, I would. Switch up the sauce a little bit so it wasn't as salty. okay. Yeah. I do like salty fluids, yeah. but um, not all the time. Not on the fish. Okay. <laughs> so, co-cookability. Co-cookability, How
1: would nine. Because yeah. we, were, we were able to just do it fast. We each, each had our own tasks. Mm-hmm. Probably, probably could have been done shorter if we would have stopped talking, but we were chatting. But still, very easy, very fun.
0: I'm going to give it a nine, too. This was a really, really quick and easy meal to do mm-hmm. collaboratively. I agree. All right, last but not least, bedroom effect. How would you say this meal well, affected your bedroom we experience? We did have a lot of
1: omega 3s. Pump, 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 pump it up to an 8.
0: Pump it up to an 8. Pump it up to an I also had a wonderful time in bed afterwards, and so I'm going to give it an 8 too. It's going to copy you on. Might that.
1: have been your B vitamins that you had.
0: It probably was. If you want to make the sesame salmon topped with sprouts at home, you can do that. Find the full recipe on our website that's humpdayhappyhour.net or on our Facebook
1: page. Yes, and we'd like to say finally for once we always ask for messages someone actually messaged us. It's we have two messages. We actually had we had a comment and a message. We had one person say hi. hi. Hi back. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. And we had another person inform us that on our last episode we were actually teasing them with the idea of figging and I didn't know what that was so I asked them what it was. Charlie, thank you. Thank and you. they told me that what it was is it's a basically a ginger root peeled that is then put into the vagina. Or the anus,
0: like a butt plug. Like right? a
1: butt plug, and yeah. I was like, "Oh, that sounds fun!" And then we looked it up, and we realized it is actually an act in BDSM. So no, we haven't tried it. It's
0: apparently very painful.
1: But we thank you for the fan enlightenment. That's our first ever yes. fan enlightenment. Thank so you. thank you, Charlie.
0: Thank you. Yes. And if you're making ginger chicken at home, you could um, you could try some fitting. Yeah.
1: Alternative ways to use your ginger root. Yeah. And again, message us if you have any questions.
0: And thank you very much for tuning in. Uh, join us for our next episode in the next few weeks. I'm Becky. And I'm John. This is Humpty Happy Hour.